Once upon a time in the hidden heart of France, a handsome young prince lived in a beautiful castle. <laughs> Although he had everything his heart desired, the prince was selfish and unkind. Master, it's time. He taxed the village to fill his castle with the most beautiful objects. Oui, and his parties with the most beautiful people. Intruder arrived at the castle, seeking shelter from the bitter storm. As a gift, she offered the prince a single rose. <laughs> Repulsed by her haggard appearance, the prince turned the woman away. But she warned him not to be deceived by appearances. For beauty is found within. When he dismissed her again, the old woman's outward appearance melted away. To reveal a beautiful enchantress. The prince begged for forgiveness, but it was too late. For she had seen that there was no love in his heart. As punishment, she transformed him into a hideous beast. And placed a powerful spell on the castle and all who lived there. As days bled into years, the prince and his servants were forgotten by the world, for the enchantress had erased all memory of them from the minds of the people they loved. But the rose she had offered was truly an enchanted rose. If he could learn to love another and earn their love in return by the time the last petal fell, the spell would be broken. If not, he would be doomed to remain a beast for all time. As the years passed, he fell into despair and lost all hope. For who could ever learn to love a beast? Well, happy Valentine's Day, church, and welcome to At The Movies. I could have told you that part of the story, 
but it's so much better to see it and hear it and be immersed in it. That's why we're using movies during this series to illustrate principles from the Bible that can help us live better and draw us closer to God. Disney and Pixar did a great job with the moment in that scene when the prince transforms into a beast. But that moment was not when the prince became a beast. The prince was already a self-indulgent, self-obsessed monster. He unfairly taxed the people so he could live large. He invited only the most beautiful people to his parties to make himself look important. We simply saw the moment when his outer self suddenly began reflecting his inner self. Friend, what would happen if the outer you suddenly matched the inner you? What kind of creature would you become? Would you become a hero or a villain to the people around you? The point is that God already sees us just as we are, regardless of how well we disguise it to everyone else. The Old Testament prophet Samuel said in 1 Samuel 16, 7, The Lord doesn't see things the way we see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. When God looks at your heart, what does he see? Honestly, what do you want him to see? Well, let's meet the other main character in this story. Her name is Belle, and she has learned her father has been imprisoned by the beast all because he picked a flower without permission. Look, Cogswell, a beautiful girl. Yes, I can see it's a girl. I lost my hands, not my eyes. But what if she is the one, the one who'll break the spell? Who said that? Who's there? For a rose. I received eternal damnation for one. I'm merely locking him away. Now, 
Do you still wish to take your father's place? Come into the light. Choose. Bell, I won't let you do this. I lost your mother. I won't lose you too. Now go. Go. <coughs> All right, Papa, I'll leave. I need a minute alone with him. He's so cold-hearted you won't allow a daughter to kiss her father goodbye. Forever can spare a minute. It will not open again. I should have been with you. Now listen to me. It's all right. Now go. Live your life. And forget me. Forget you? Everything I am is because of you. I love you, Belle. I'm not afraid. And I will escape, I promise. What? 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 You took his place. He's my father. He's a fool. And so are you. That's a great scene. But why? Belle enters a dangerous environment, she faces a pitiless enemy, and then takes her father's place in order to see him go free. It's a great scene because it depicts sacrifice. The greatest difference between the Beast and Belle is not their appearance. The big difference is in how they view and treat others. The Beastly Prince uses other people, but Belle, she lays down her life for another person. We live in a time where there's a whole lot of talk about love, but there's not a lot of actual love. Jesus said there would be a time when love runs cold, a time when people cheapen love and have only a fake version of it. So how do we avoid counterfeit love and how do we hold on to the real thing? The way is by keeping our eyes on Jesus. In 1 John 3.16, we see this. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. Well, the beast eventually relents and allows Belle out of the cell, but she wanders into part of the castle where his deepest secret is kept. The beast's only hope is to love and to be loved before the final rose petal drops from the stem given to him by the Enchantress. And like most of us, he protects his secret to his own detriment. What are you doing here? What 
me go to it. Do you realize what you could have done? You could have damned us all. Get out of here. Go! Checkmate. Again. Wait, you kick it again. Mademoiselle, what are you doing? Getting out of here. Stop! Go, go, Fufu! Yes, Fufu, stop her! Don't let her leave! Stop her! No, no, Fufu! No, yeah, no, it's not playtime! Not now, silly boy! Bad dog, bad dog! Oh, no, no, no! Please don't go! It's dangerous! Oh, my! the change in the beast for maybe the first time in his life he put himself at risk for someone else he loved Jesus said in John 15 13 there is no greater love than to lay down your life for your friends and then you know what Jesus did he laid down his life for all of us friend if this is your first occasion at church for a while or ever I'm really glad you're here today I understand your apprehension with church. I know that churches can be hard to understand and sometimes even harder to trust. But if you wonder what this church values most, what we're all about, this is it. We want everyone to know that Jesus laid down his life for them. And we want you to know that Jesus is a friend. Let's watch the next scene. Hurts. If you held still, it wouldn't hurt as much. Well, if you hadn't run away, none of this would have happened. Well, if you hadn't frightened me, I wouldn't have run away. Well, you shouldn't have been in the West Wing. Well, you should learn to control your temper.
try to get some rest. Thank you, miss. We are eternally grateful. Why do you care about him so much? We've looked after him all his life. He's cursed you somehow. Why? You did nothing. You're quite right there, dear. You see, when the master lost his mother and his cruel father took that sweet, innocent lad and twisted him up to be just like him, we did nothing. Let him sleep. remains a beast forever and we become antiques knickknacks lightly used houseware rubbish we become rubbish I want to help you there must be some way to break the curse well there is one oh. it's not for you to worry about lamb we've made our bed and we must lie in it When you know someone's story, you gain a better understanding of their behavior, don't you? 
People may not always have an excuse for bad behavior, but we nearly always have a reason for it. And part of loving people is understanding the reason for their brokenness. I wonder if anyone has ever watched Beauty and the Beast and complained that the storyline is too exclusive or too narrow because there's only one way for the beast to break the curse. Why weren't there many ways to break the curse? Because only one way would work. But that's good news. There's good news that there is a way. So why does it surprise or offend us to learn that there is only one way to God? Would we be offended if there was only one cure for cancer? No, we'd be elated. We would tell everyone about it. And we would be frustrated if someone claimed that another treatment would heal people if in fact it didn't, if only the one actually did. Acts chapter 4 verse 12 tells us, There is salvation in no one else but Jesus Christ. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. God has provided a way for us to be saved. And that is really good news. Now for a while, the beast stubbornly refused to accept the one path to salvation open to him. He did not want to love or be loved because it required humility and change. But when he stopped resting or stopped resisting and received and returned Bell's love, it changed him in ways that were good for him and others. I like what the teapot sings. There's something there that wasn't there before. And friend, that's what we all need, to allow something, someone, into our life that we did not have before. We need the grace and the forgiveness and the mercy that only Jesus can provide. But even once we get that, our character will still be tested. And if there's anyone who can test our character, it's arrogant, selfish Gaston, who brings a mob to the beast's castle to kill him, so he can force Belle to marry him. Hello, beast. I'm Gaston. Belle sent me. Were you in love with her? Did you honestly think she'd want you? Where is he? When we return to the village, you will marry me. Don't 
You came back! I tried to stop them! Stay there! I'm coming! Even when God forgives you and changes you, there are still many opportunities to return to your former life. So if you follow Jesus, remind yourself who you are and who you are not. Paul told the church in Corinth, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and done and a new life has begun. Friend, you're not the same old beast you used to be. So don't live like it. The beast did not show Gaston mercy because Gaston deserved it. He did not. The beast showed him mercy because he was no longer a beast. Are you still living like a person that you no longer are? If so, why? The Bible says to throw off that old identity and that old way of life. Now, unfortunately, the injury Gaston inflicted on the beast was fatal. But it was not the end of the story. Come back. Please don't leave me. I love you.
Today is a day for celebrating romantic love. But romantic love alone can't give us the fairy tale ending we long for. Only the love of God can do that. Only the love of God can truly transform our lives and our eternity. The last book of the Bible, Revelation, paints a picture of Jesus as the prince who conquered death and was king. Paints a picture as the church, as Jesus' bride, and as his kingdom restored for a truly happy ever after. Friend, I hope you will allow yourself to receive God's love so that you may experience that happy ever after with him.